Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout is all it takes to change your body and your fitness. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, need a new ride? Head out to Lebanon, WilsonCountyHyundai.com for their services. Calvin and Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings to upgrade your home at CalvinAndSubtle.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports uh, medicine care. So uh, it, it kind of happened shortly after our show ended yesterday that uh, Ryan Tannehill went on the COVID list. He was the uh, fifth player to go on the COVID list for the Tennessee Titans. So I, and then two others joined him yesterday. So I'm going to go read through the list of players on the COVID list, as Kim Taylor says, that she recommends Mandu. Uh, Zach and I recommend Mandu. You guys should take advantage of that. We'll talk more about them later on the show. But the the players on the COVID list right now, Anthony Rush, Nick DeZubner, Jeremy McNichols, Harold Landry. Then yesterday, these three were added. Ryan Tannehill, Jeff Swaim, and linebacker Justin March Lillard. So... Those seven players are on the COVID list, plus Mike Vrabel. And then Craig Ackerman uh, went on the COVID list as well yesterday, Zach. And Craig Ackerman was basically acting as the head coach during Monday and Tuesday's practice when Mike Vrabel was not there. And then so yesterday, uh, nobody noticed where Craig Ackerman was, and we realized that he was also on the COVID list. So here is how... The COVID list works now because in the past it was either you tested positive for COVID or you were in close contact with somebody for COVID. Now that we know that the vaccination is, and John Robinson said yesterday before practice, after all this news came out, that the Titans roster is at 97% vaccination rate. We already know that all the coaches on staff are fully vaccinated. If you go on the COVID list and you're fully vaccinated, it is that you tested positive. The, if you're a close contact and you were vaccinated, you don't have to worry about it because you're vaccinated. But if, you, if you're if you on the COVID list and vaccinated, which we know Vrabel, Ackerman are, we know Tannehill is because he told us he was going through the process earlier in the month of August. So these three guys, we at least know for sure, did test positive for COVID. So for Ryan Tannehill, it's a five to 10 day window or... Uh, the two negative tests in a 48-hour period for him to get back on the roster. So that's kind of the nuts and the bolts of what the COVID list means and the protocols with the vaccines and moving forward with the timeline of return. So that's kind of the up-to-date situation there, Zach. Well, and we still got to find out the discrepancy of when you get it, like Mike Vrabel, for example, and you have the vaccine, what is the timetable of you testing negative twice? Uh, we, that data is very, very important in planning if you're a football team, right? Because you only have, let's say, a six, seven, or eight-day window 
that you got to get your guys back each week if, God forbid, the timing of whenever they test positive for COVID. So, look, the 97% vaccination is a good thing for the Tennessee Titans, but it doesn't prevent them from going and missing time. That's the issue. And missing time means missing possible games, which means if you don't have a player that you need, that could turn out to be losses, and that hurts your goal of trying to win a Super Bowl this year. So right. all of these things are a trickle-down effect. Vaxxed or not, if you're missing time, the best ability is availability. So that, I think, is the concern going into this season. And Ryan Tannehill, now, and we'll talk about this because I do think this is a good question that we're going to ask at the top of this show about Tannehill and his, his positive COVID test. Because I think there are a couple of ways that you can look at this and I also think there are several ways that this will impact the team heading in to week one against Arizona. The first three games, and I will continue to harp on these first three games because they are tough sledding. You got Arizona, Seattle, and Indy. That's that's a tough three-game stretch. Right. You cannot afford to, to, to stumble out of the gate. They need to start fast and start hot. Yeah, and so to go along with your questions that we, you know, we don't know the answer to them about uh, how are they feeling? Does the vaccine help you get back faster? What's that timeline? Right, time out. I do want to. I just want to interject real quick. Even last year, we didn't know who got sick when, like, and the NFL. I will say this because this is my opinion. I do think that they tried to control the narrative on the other side of the season when vaccines were available to actually go to the hard data to find out how many actual players were sick, had sick symptoms. Nobody died. We know that from in the NFL from COVID. But what were the symptoms while not having the vaccine? We don't know that data. They sure. are very close to the vest on that information, which I think is important moving forward going into year number two with this virus on the streets. All right. So Mike Vrabel, I think is a uh, test balloon for this conversation because we know he is vaccinated Sunday. He tested positive. He said he had minor, uh, if any uh, non-important type symptoms is what he was saying. I'm paraphrasing. They're not the exact words from Mike Vrabel, but very minor symptoms uh, uh, of COVID earlier in the week. Yesterday, Mike Vrabel zoomed with the Titans media, said he felt great, but he had yet to have... The day before, he said he felt great. Right, right. So so this was uh, Sunday and uh, Sunday and maybe Monday or Tuesday is when he said he had very like minor symptoms for this. So, you know, a period of three or four days, he felt great, right? From minor symptoms to great. Uh, that's, that's the next slogan for the Titans instead of good to great. But anyway, so... Mike Vrabel also did say that he had yet to have the first negative test. And he's testing every day, obviously, to make sure he gets that first negative one so he can get the second negative one. And the Titans, as it's been reported, have been testing everybody every day at this point because they have an outbreak going. So instead of the, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to get tested every day. If you're unvaccinated, you do get tested every day. Right now, because of Rabel's positive, the Titans ramped up their testing, which is why they found Craig Aukerman and seven other players sent to the COVID list. And so let's talk about Ryan Tannehill specifically for a little bit because we do know he did test positive for COVID-19. 
So two negative tests in a 48-hour window or around five to 10 days is that NFL's timeline that they have put out there that's been talked about uh, from Pro Football Talk and others. So here's the question we want to ask you guys. Ryan Tannehill on the COVID list uh, right now, which is August 27th. This is a big deal, small deal, or no deal. Ryan Tannehill on the COVID list, August 27th. This is a big deal, small deal, or no deal. But first, let me tell you about Mandu. Kim Taylor earlier watching the show said she recommends Mandu. I obviously recommend Mandu as the Zach. I do the workout every week, sometimes twice a week. Mandu.com, your first workout's free. It's a 15-minute workout of full-body electronic muscle stimulation that simulates five or more hours in the weight room. And not only is your first workout free, but if you do sign up and you tell them that A to Z Sports is how you heard about Mandu, they'll give you $100 off your first month. That's 100 bucks off your first month at Mandu. Again, mandu.com. Your first workout's free. Then if you tell them A to Z sent you and you find out from us, 100 bucks off your first month at Mandu. Again, Mandu's for everybody. Mandu.com. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today, and BetMGM is hooking you up at the beginning of the season. A risk-free $1,000 bet for new users. Use the promo code right in front of your screen, code A-T-O-Z Sports. That's A-T-O-Z Sports. They'll hook you up. Android, iPhone, doesn't matter. Download the app today and get in on the action. All right, so the question is, Ryan Tannehill on the COVID list, big deal, small deal, no deal. Now that we got past the like serious updates from COVID, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take care of this real quick uh, and pay off my magic bucket from yesterday. So big deal, small deal, or no deal. Uh, Steph says, thank goodness there's no game next week. William says the Titans would be better at 1-2 and two with a win over the Colts and 2-1 and one with a loss to the Colts. I, I mean, I agree with that. That's just AFC versus NFC situations right there. Uh, no deal from Rob. Elo says, dang, didn't know there were seven players with COVID. Andrew Tate says, small deal. Aaron says, small deal. Uh, Clayton says, big, but happy it's the preseason. Jabu says, and yet again, the Titans first on the COVID outbreak via the media. Yeah, again, it's been two years in a row, and the Titans seem to have the first outbreak when it comes – uh, to uh, the COVID outbreaks around, around the NFL. Cole says small deal. Jerry says very small deal. Big Ten Jeff says big deal. No continuity with Julio and the new pieces. Troy says small deal. He does need reps with Julio and the other starters. Elo says big deal because that means he'll miss a lot of practice as well. Rooney, small deal. Steven, no deal. Steph, small deal now. Big deal if it was regular season. Aaron says no deal, just need a back. Ahmad says small deal, it's before the season. Lose reps, we're glad it's not during the season. And Leonard says small deal. So, Zach, I've read several comments. I think they've kind of been all over the place, big deals, small deals, and no deals. Zach, what is your answer to this question? Well, I, I do think that the chat has a point. I, I don't I don't think it is a big deal. Uh, I, I don't think it's a big deal. And the no deal, I'm, 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 I'm kind of on that razor's edge but it's a small deal because you're missing time right before you're starting the regular season. Last year, they didn't have a preseason. Titans started 5-0. and So I think they've proven that. They probably they have a better offense this year than they did last year, right? Because they have Julio Jones. But Julio Jones is a part of this entire situation as well. I think it's a small deal overall. You never want your quarterback, it, honestly, it's a, probably a good deal because he gets covid and we don't know enough about the science to say the rumor, and I would say it's a rumor because I don't, 
I don't know, 100%. They say when you get COVID, you get antibodies that last you for three months or so. So if this gives at least three months of Ryan Tannehill being able to play, right, and not contracting it again, I think this virus is weird. You also have testing uh, flaws that you never know. So I, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think we should be completely secure in that, but I think it's a small deal because you never want your starting quarterback to miss time. He wasn't going to play against the Bears anyway, but practice time. And Austin, you said it this week, and that was for the first time. Hell, Mike Vrabel said that. is For the first time, you saw King Henry, you saw A.J. Brown, you saw Julio Jones, and you saw Ryan Tannehill on the same field. That's a good thing. Now... That cannot happen from five to 10 days or 48 hours of straight negative tests. No, yeah, it lasted one day. Right? So that I, it's a small deal. I, it's not a no deal. I think I've confirmed. And it's definitely not a big deal because he's not missing any regular season time. Yeah, I, I think <clears throat> I think it's a small deal for me because uh, the big deal is if this happened midseason and if Ryan Tannehill misses a regular season game because of COVID. You're going to lose a football game. Or you got to steal one and get creative, uh, like, which like Kevin Byard throwing passes. Yeah, yeah, like exactly on fake punts, like they did back in uh, 2018 in Week Two against the Texans. And Mike Vrabel's shown the ability to do that. So again, it's a small deal for me, but I do think there is an emphasis and a a a need to pay attention to what has been happening all camp. So Ryan Tannehill has been the only starter for the Titans on offense who has been there every day up until yesterday. Ryan Tannehill has not missed a practice. He has not had a maintenance day. He has gone through and taken all the reps uh, as the starting quarterback from practice number one up through Tuesday's practice. Everybody else has had their own maintenance plan, whether it's Julio, A.J., Henry, Ben Jones, Nate Davis, Saffold, Taylor Lewan, Anthony Ferkser's even gotten those days. I will say this. Quarterbacks do that in training camp now because they have a red jersey on. They can't be touched. Well, you know, and the only way you go through maintenance days is if if you injure yourself like Dak Prescott and they got to put you on a pitch count. Besides that, quarterbacks usually practice consistently. Well, remember, uh, we can only go, we can only have one person at Titans practice last year, and so we had to rotate that one credential because of the COVID. Zach went to like three practices, and one of them was when Ryan Tannehill had a maintenance day, and it was also the same practice that Cole McDonald got cut afterwards because he got a lot of reps and showed how bad he was. So, I mean, Ryan Tannehill had a maintenance day last year. He has not up until now he's on the COVID list. And so you, I say all this, that Tannehill was there every day. Everybody else was kind of going through their own plan to return to play, whether it was from an injury or just maintaining their health throughout August. And now Julio's back at practice two days in a row. AJ's back at practice going through drills. Ben Jones is back out there. Nate Davis, Lawan, everybody's back out there. And now the quarterback's gone. And so I, I think it's a small deal because now, yet again, they're going to go through the entire month of August with one practice period of jog through 11 on 11s with all their starters on all that's, that's just that's one the NFL like and, welcome to 2021 in the NFL no players I, I don't want to practice yes but and it's a good thing that Tannehill Henry AJ the O-line they know each other they're good Ferkser they're good 
It's about Julio. And I don't care how many cut-ups of film you watch at Julio. You don't know how fast he runs those routes and is and, and, and until you actually are throwing those routes to him on the outside. And so I do think it's a small deal because it looked like the Titans were planning to start the ramp-up process of getting everybody back on the practice field, and now there's a disruption. And it's a disruption with the quarterback. And so that's why it's a small deal, not a no deal. If they had practiced for a week, with with if it was all last week and Tuesday of practicing with everybody, and then Tannehill goes down with COVID, then it's not that big of a deal. But now is the fact that, that they it is not they were about Zach. They were about to start the process of ramping up to get ready for Week One. That's what they were showing us on Tuesday. Right, because that is the ideal thing to do. Right, that makes sense. That's logical for. They're not going to play in the preseason game, but they're going to ramp their starters up to get them in shape, geared up, so that they can play the full game against Arizona on that Sunday at home yeah. to see if they could start 1-0. I, well, I think you- another thing should give some comfort, and I said it, they started 5-0 and last year and didn't have a single preseason game. Right, but they had several practice where they actually got like a lot of work. Everybody wasn't practicing full bore. No, but they had, but they had more practice time than they had this past year. Now you've got uh, Andrew and Sheila John Huff talking about Allen Iverson's practice quotes. Well, you know Ryan Tannehill was asked on Monday after practice on, well, how can you and Julio get on the same page uh, for Week One? And Ryan Tannehill's answer was. Well, we need to get some practice reps. So Ryan Tannehill told us Monday that practice reps for him and Julio are important leading up to week one. And now they're getting t- taken away for the next five to ten days because Tannehill's on the COVID list. So that's that's from your quarterback who said practice was important for him and Julio over the next couple of weeks before week one. I think when you have a player like Julio Jones, uh, that matters less. That's my personal opinion. And yes, the better the player is, the less practice matters. That, that's kind of what I'm at. But he's a new player. So, but we both agree it's a small deal, right? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm real close to pulling me and going yeah, to no tell. deal. I can tell because you uh, don't like my opinion on, on how No, I well, because there's that. just and I, I get it, there's a large range of small deal. And I didn't want to take that out, but I said what I said. All right, it is eSports. Let's go ahead and get to this because I actually have an opinion on how this Titans COVID outbreak could actually help them out during roster cuts. Okay, so this is very intriguing on what the Titans can do here with roster cuts. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors. It's very, very simple. 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. I've talked about Calvin and Subtle for a long time now. I pull them out every single time. I'm talking about these hardwood floor samples. Knock on wood if you're with me. This is the Angelo. It's a lighter flare. It brightens up your kitchen or your living room, wherever you want to put this hardwood floor, and makes your home pop. When you have that dinner party or you have people over, I don't know, for Sunday football, who knows? Maybe, maybe you're having a gathering for Sunday football. Old old Craig and Jake are going to walk in with a couple of cases of beer and be like, dang, look, where did you get these hardwood floors? This is nice. 
we are coming over to your house every Sunday. It's a party. Well, that's because Calvin and Soto can hook you up. 615-448-6414. In all seriousness, though, they can help you. If you pick out your hardwood floor one to two weeks, they order the material and install. They're professionals. They get the job done, and they're cost-effective. That's CalvinandSoto.com. I have your attention now. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ Sports for a risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first deposit and your first bet. That's BetMGM, the code ATOZ Sports. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be president in Tennessee for gambling problem support. Call the Tennessee Redline at 1 800 889 9789. All right, Zach. So I actually think uh, that this. COVID outbreak can give the Titans some beneficial uh, situations for roster cuts. Is this a glass half full take or a strategic take? Strategic. Okay. Strategic. So the Titans have a, a, some, a lot of hard decisions to make. Okay. So I, me, Buck and Luke at three o'clock today, this afternoon, we are doing a live stream on our 53 man roster projections. I have I have my roster. I still have four blanks left. I've got four players that I don't know what to do yet. There's a lot of hard decisions, but I do think the COVID list can help. So everybody knows that if a player goes on injured reserve, they can designate them to return at some point throughout the season. But that player has to be on the initial 53-man roster for you to then put them on IR to get them back. If you put a player on injured reserve before you cut down to 53, they're gone for the year. So they just put a, a couple D linemen on IR and they are now done for the year. So those guys are, are out. They cannot go come back at the end of the year. So they have to figure out how they make these hard decisions while they can protect as many players as possible. So here's how they can do, they do it. They've got seven guys on the COVID list right now including some names that we are very familiar with that we're probably going to make this roster. Obviously, Ryan Tannehill, Harold Landry, and Jeff Swaim were going to make this roster, right? Jeremy McNichols is also on the COVID list. These cutdowns, Zach, to 53 are Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Time. So it's there's a highly good – there's a chance that Swaim, Tannehill, and Harold Landry – are still on the COVID list by that time. That means they don't count for a roster spot. So what does that do? Gives you three opportunities to save somebody else that you don't want to get to waivers to get poached while these players are on the COVID list. If you count McNichols, there's four spots. I don't know if Anthony Rush or Nick DeZubner were going to make the team or if I doubt Justin March Lillard was going to make the team because I didn't know he was on the team until he went on the COVID list. And so I, I do think in a specific situation with the running back, Jeremy McNichols is probably a better running back right now than Makai Sargent. Everybody likes Makai Sargent for how he's run in the preseason. If Tuesday at 3 o'clock comes around and McNichols is still on the COVID list, you keep Sargent on your 53. Now that allows for everybody else that gets cut to go through the waiver process. And now when McNichols returns, you can make a decision. Do you want to then cut Sargent to let him clear waivers again after everybody has already cycled through this, this process? Now you can get him on your practice squad. And so, so I, I understand it, it, it. It's basically the delayed process 
of teams picking off everybody else's waiver wire because it's it's a roster cut. Everybody has to get down to 53. It's a deadline. But if you can use this COVID timing to your advantage, maybe, for example, let's say uh, the Jags pick up a, a cut running back and so they don't look at Sargent because they've already picked one up because Sargent, they maybe cut him later or McNichols whenever he returns and that decision is made. So that or, it makes uh, a with, lot of sense. With, with Tannehill, here's the big thing. Now what happens with your backup quarterback situation? There's a really good chance that Ryan Tannehill is still on the COVID list so you can keep both Logan Woodside and Matt Barkley. And now so you, you, you get safe. You're safe from the initial waiver round for one of these quarterbacks. So with the practice squad not having any year restrictions, Barkley and Woodside are both practice squad eligible because they lifted that restriction because of COVID. So now you keep both Barkley and Woodside. When Tannehill comes back, you make your decision then, and now you're more likely to get the guy you cut back on your P-squad. I, I, I And same thing with tight end. With Swain, you can keep uh, Ferkser, you can keep Stalker and Hudson, and maybe Forrestal if you if you need it, and then you can cut the other when Swain comes off to put Forrestal on your practice squad to save them from that first round of waivers because that first round of waiver wire is is competitive. Guys are going after it. You're trying to churn and improve your roster, and if you can escape that first one then I think that's a big benefit to your football team to use this COVID outbreak to your strategic benefit. Well, and you're saying keeping guys. They may go out and look at other waivers, right, to pick up other players too. Yeah, maybe they don't keep 53 of their own and they use these COVID spots to go grab somebody else who gets cut. Right. Right? So I I, I like this buy thought this? process. Do you buy I, this? No, I, I do. Buy, and unless there's a loophole that the NFL has uh, – put against this which it doesn't sound like knowing the rules of what we know that they can prevent this strategy right it's like it's like not paying taxes right you can yeah. strategically not pay taxes if you're smart enough and you got a good enough accountant yeah, so, so van says austin's been doing his homework zach says austin goes uh, in depth with this stuff uh, dom says so basically you're saying the outbreak can overlap with a waiver period thus allowing the stash players guys they didn't want to cut on the practice squad. Yeah, And that exactly. quarterback situation is very intriguing. We'll probably have a conversation that Monday or Tuesday, right, before cuts and after we see what Matt Barkley, who is starting, right, yep. he's starting and will play probably more than, I would say play more than Logan Woodside. I think they want to find out. Here's my personal opinion on it. I think they want Matt Barkley to be the backup. I think what we've figured out what Wood Danny Wood, Woodside is. Logan. Logan Woodside, excuse me. Uh Danny Woodhead. That's what I was thinking of. Uh who he's out of the league, right? He, Danny yes, Woodhead's he is out retired. Of he's like 34. He's yeah. He had an illustrious career. Illustrious maybe strong, but he had a really good career. Really? I, I for Danny a guy Wood from like division three, yeah, Danny Woodside had an incredible career. Yeah. I would now want to go look at his stats, but I think that they I think they really – this is a big opportunity for Matt Barkley. I think it is his job to lose this weekend. That's yeah, my opinion. And, and so uh, uh, But Bobby I think they'll says, keep both. I think they'll do your strategy. Well, yeah, because they can't. Because if Tannehill's on the COVID list, then he doesn't count in the roster spot. So Bobby says, won't they still go to waivers when cut them, them anyways down the road? 
Yeah, absolutely. But the the whole thought is you can avoid the initial waiver wackiness of everybody because on Tuesday at three, all 32 teams have to go from 80 to 53. It means there's a lot of people out there. And if the Titans have five or six guys kind of stashed over on the COVID list, they can they can save some of the guys they really like for the practice squad to a, a, a really avoid that initial waiver push. I mean, I think it's very intriguing. And I don't know how I'm going to do it with my 53-man roster this afternoon because I don't know if – and we don't know who is going to go on the COVID list today or tomorrow potentially from the Titans. Like, they, this might not be over. And the odds are that it's not over, that more players will go on the COVID list as the days progress. All right, Austin. Now I, I want to do this just because I I, I I want to test your knowledge. Let's do a quick trivia round before we move on to our next topic. Danny Woodside, or excuse me, Woodhead. Can you get his name right? Well, it's a, a, a mix between Logan Woodside and Danny Woodhead. Danny Woodhead is 36 years old. I was close. close. I just pulled 34 out of my ass. So. so how many years did he play in the NFL in his illustrious career? So I don't think he's played the last like two or three years. Correct. So is it two or three? Well, I'm not going to tell you. That's so I giving he, you too I many hints. Played, I think I'm going to guess he was a four-year or five-year player. So um, let's see. I think he came out when he was 23. So let's just say he played 11 years. Ooh, he played nine. Oh, okay. And – one year, and this was his big year, 2015 for San Diego, he had a 1,000 all-purpose yards that season, and he was definitely not the main guy. So I, there, there's your Danny Woodhead trivia right there. Two off, or, well, yeah, two off. But I was two off in both his age and the year. So right, nine-year career. So shout-out Danny Woodhead. Yeah, NB says he played about nine too many. Oh, come on. Danny Woodhead was a fun player there for a little bit. Yeah, well, Hard Knocks. He, he's a product of, of Hard Knocks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess wait. Right. He had two. Yeah, he had 2,000 all-purpose yard seasons. All-purpose or yards from scrimmage? All-purpose includes return yards. Yards from scrimmage is receiving and rushing. So, yards from scrimmage. Okay. So, 1,000 yards I don't from think, I don't think he... Uh, yeah, I think Return. a thousand yards from scrimmage for a guy who is, you know, for a Danny, a Danny Woodhead type of player is solid, right? Because you're a multi-use uh, weapon. Uh, so anyway, A to Z Sports here live on on this Friday. Uh, what is we have to update this question? We asked it yesterday. And he had then more Ryan, receiving touchdowns in one year than Corey Davis did last year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Put care that in your pipe and smoke it. I'm yeah. speaking facts. I'm not hating. I'm well, he facts. also had then he, he also had more than Julio has the last couple of years too. So I mean that's how that works. If you want to get real specific with it, um, so we're gonna ask you the same question we asked yesterday, but we have to update it because Ryan Tannehill went on the COVID list. So an update: What is your level of concern for the Titans' current COVID outbreak? One through ten. Zach and I will kind of go off of what we had yesterday, but first let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever that injury happens in life, make sure you know who to go to. 
who to trust. That's the folks in Franklin at the Bone and Joint Institute. They have a dozen doctors there who specialize in anything that can go wrong, whether it's uh, foot, toe, ankle, all the way up to your shoulder, elbow, neck, spine, hip, knee, whatever it might be, they got you. Boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, we got a great question, an update from yesterday. We'll see where we had a lot of threes yesterday. We'll see where we go. Make sure you download the BetMGM app. They are the title sponsor of our show. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports. Risk free thousand dollar bet for new users. All right, one through ten. What is your current level of concern uh, for the Titans' COVID outbreak uh, and update? So yesterday I was at a four, and Zach, you were what seven and a half. Yep. Okay, so let's read some comments. Jeff says 10, easy, as a Colts fan. Van says 5, riding the fence. Trevor says 5, riding the fence as well. Sir Esther says 6. Aaron says 9. Steph says, I was at a 2 yesterday, and today he's at a 4, so he's bumped up. Uh, Orlando, same thing, 2 to 4. Elo with a 6. Jerry with a 3 now. Steven says, I'll still say 1, plenty of time to come back. Deborah with a 2. Zach Goodman says 7. Sounds like the entire team is going to get it. I mean, that's... If they didn't get it all last year, then I doubt they're all going to get it this year. Uh, virus is going to do what the virus is going to do. G-Man says four. Uh, more comments to read here from you guys. Jabu's, uh, J- Jabu says via media, seven. Personally, four. I actually would disagree with that theory and that mindset, Austin, because I feel like this year, at least from personal experience, you're going to be less cautious because you have the vaccine, right? Like yeah, you're I guess not going to be right. wearing masks and stuff, right? And, I, yeah. But it's proven that even regardless of if you have the vaccine, you can still get it. Sure. And you're right. And so, and if you were vaccinated, then you didn't have to wear a mask. So I think it's more, more likely that that's why it should impact your decision even more. No, I, I think, think you're going to be turning up. today. I think, oh yeah. I'm definitely going up from the four I was at yesterday. I'm not going to ride the fence though. So we'll find out if I jump <laughs> the fence or if I stay on the one side of the fence. So, all right. Uh, Christopher says nine at this point. Aaron says 5.5. Hope no new cases today. Billy says a two. Uh, Thomas is still at a four because Ryan will be back for week one. Tannehill that is. Kendrick uh, says three. Scott says he's still at a five. Jarrell says he's in an eight today. So I'll let you go first, Zach. You were a seven and a half yesterday. Where are you today now that Tannehill, Swain, and what's his name? Uh, March Lillard also went on uh, the COVID list too. So I want to go up a full point. I want to go up to 8.5. And my theory would be, and it stays, Julio, Derrick Henry, and A.J. Brown, those are your three main weapons on offense. Derrick Henry being the most important one. Still, we don't know the ins and outs on if they've gotten it recently. If they've like, we, we don't know. They may have gotten it a month and a half ago in their uh, it, d- during July so that they have antibodies. and So we just don't know. But I'm not going to go up a full point. I'm going to go up a half a point to eight. Because Ryan Tannehill's 10-day window is prior to the start of the season. And the most important quarterback player on the team, Derrick Henry being like one, Tannehill being like 1A, 1B, right? So Tannehill, that makes – I'm not going to go up a full point, but I will go up an eight because, as I said, with their 97% vaccinated, the vaccine does – I think give people the confidence to walk around and not wear masks and do things back to normal and try to be let or be less cautious as they were a year ago prior to the vaccine. 
but it still doesn't prevent COVID. So I'm at an eight. Yeah. So you mentioned the 10 days for Tannehill, and then I'll give you my answer um, as well. So September 4th is day 10 for Ryan Tannehill, which is a Saturday. So that is the like NFL's preseason bye week where nothing's happening. Normally that would have been the Thursday night would have been that week uh, game for the preseason, but it's not that way anymore. So that means Tannehill will be back by no later than September 4th, which is eight days prior to the season opener uh, at home against Arizona. So that is a good deal. Now we know that for Tannehill. So now every new case that comes out, we kind of have to like look at this as like a snake, right? So like Vrabel's first day was Sunday. When does Vrabel return? And what's that time lapse? Tannehill's first day was yesterday. Day 10 is September 4th. So now we start to snake it down here. So when do these people start returning to the list or, or from the list? And, and how do the Titans go about that? So <clears throat> I was at four yesterday because of the time. it, it, it And this is pre-Tannehill. So I am now, I've jumped the fence, Zach. I'm at a six out of 10 from a four because I, I do think the the it's probably not going to slow down for another few days. Because if you think about it, the Titans started to lock down and be, become more strict on Monday and Tuesday after Vrabel tested positive on Sunday. So there's the incubation period, which we haven't talked about and seems like a long time. Good. The incubation period will come into effect here and it's some, there was lap, you know, layover between Vrabel's incubation period, Vrabel's positive test, and everybody else's incubation periods to figure that out too. So I'm at a six out of ten now with my level of concern. And I think you should start to rise up. I, I think that's that's a smart. So you're only two away from me. I was I started high and stayed high because I I, I you knew this is going to happen. We history shows that this was going to happen. That a a, a better player than some of the players that were already on the COVID list was going to get it. And what do you know? It's the starting quarterback. Now, timing can be to their benefit. Here's another thing, and I usually do not showcase pro football talk on Twitter because they try to get into politics and tell people what to do, which pisses me off. That's Mike Florio and his complete and utter bias. But this one tweet is good information, so I'm not going to completely I'll, – I'll trash him before I say this, which I did. But this is pretty interesting. Vaccinated players can test positive too. We just saw that with Ryan Tannehill, but they won't be tested on game day under the current league rules. Now, the problem with that, under the current league rules, the league has shown that they can change those rules at any point in time. So they can't suddenly become unavailable on game day, right? Unvaccinated players can. So if you're unvaccinated, you were you'll be tested on game day, and you tested could every day. Unvaccinated, you're tested every day. It's but and I think it was coincidental because Dan Quinn, if you watched Hard Knocks of the Cowboys, they sat there and Dan Quinn was yanked. He didn't get an opportunity to to actually coach in the preseason game against the Texans because he tested positive very like prior to the game or whatever. So. Vaccinated players won't get, get tested game day under league current rules. Unvaccinated players will. That matters for team rosters, right? 97% of vaccinated players is important 
when it comes to the Titans trying to win games and win a Super Bowl. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, it's very important. Uh, which and I don't know <clears throat> which three percent, which three percent of the Titans roster is unvaccinated, and how that might change uh, now that the Titans have had this situation. Uh, yeah, and that again, it it is it should be and is their choice. The unfortunate part is the NFL is making it so hard to live, finding people and well, doing all it, those things that they're going to force like, their hand to to get, make you get the shot. Life you is have no full choice. Of, life, life is full of choices, and life is full of consequences for the choices and decisions that you make. And so that's kind of, and that's just how things work. And so it can be your choice. No, no, but no, no I disagree with that. But you disagree that there's consequences to the choices. Yes, but you shouldn't be forced. And I think that the NFL in this in this situation they're is forcing. In, well, you. they're not forcing you. It's a highly recommending, and they're making it difficult. They're giving you consequences uh, for the choices that you decide. Unrealistic, uh, unrealistic expectations. I mean, look again. again. Personal opinion. All right, so let's get to uh, ain't that good news to wrap up our week. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. They've got you covered. Whether you need a four door sedan, a two door sedan, or a full size SUV. They've got the Santa Fe, the Lantra, the Sonata, which I own, and also the Palisade. That is their full-size SUV. 2021 can be a great year to finish up, especially because Christmas is right around the corner. It's crazy to say fall is almost upon us. You need to start planning what you're going to get as a gift. Maybe it is a new vehicle. Wilson County Hyundai is the place to go. At least take a look at their inventory. At least test drive a Palisade with those third that third-row seating. They have you covered. As I said, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. BetMGM, they're the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZSports. You get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. So make sure you download the BetMGM app and use our code ATOZSports to get that first risk-free bet up to $1,000. Also, A to Z Sports Picks with Alan Bell and Brian Edwards presented by BetMGM. It's coming up this afternoon at 2 o'clock. Also at 3 o'clock today uh, is me, Buck, and Luke giving our 53-man roster projections uh, as we try to do our best with that uh, when it comes to the Titans' cut-down date uh, with, uh, on Tuesday afternoon. So so here's my – I don't know if Buck or Luke or has been watching this show. I don't – don't disclose the strategy of your 53-man roster – until like make them go first, right? I mean, it make it a game, yes, make it a competition. I am, I am the yeah, I am the leader of the show in this situation, so I will be able to drive it and be able to, you know, drive it the direction that I want it to be. I think you should pull the rug out from under them and let them. So let my them. so so my two quarterbacks are Logan Woodson and Matt Barkley. Yeah, I, I look, I think they'll get that. I think that you'll have to find your strategy in other ways, right? Because Ryan Tannehill is a known commodity that is not going to be on the 53-man roster on Tuesday. May It could be. It could be. I, I, I don't and that's think the hard so. thing with this because I want to try to be right. I don't want well, yeah, to. Yeah, you want to get as many fi- out of the 53. I mean, you will yeah. be rated. The three of you, I'm curious. I, that's why you should make it a game of how many – Correct. Will you will you get? 
Yes, exactly. And I don't want to get cute, right? It's like a, I, I don't want this to be like a March Madness bracket when I try to pick all the 13 seeds to go to the Sweet 16. No, I want to try to get things right. So uh, thanks, Liz, who is uh, doing her best to block all the spam bots that we've had into the chat over the last several minutes. So if you guys can help us out there, that would be great. Team it's like a virus. It yeah, keeps it coming is, back. Literally. They keep coming back and they come back stronger. It's ridiculous. No, uh, yeah. Well, when you we blocked the first one, and we'll just go ahead and talk about it because it's on if you're on Facebook, you're seeing these bots. We blocked the first one, and I feel like it's a cue to be like, oh, let's <laughs> raid them. Right? It's like a it's like a pirate ship back in the day. Yes, it's a pirate exactly. ship. Yes. So I don't know. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, but hopefully we uh, have the situation taken care of every once in a while. The bots just spam the hell out of everybody uh, in the chat. So hopefully we take care of it. Now I just have to, now it just cloudies up the chat to makes me, to make me have to go search for your good news. So and they all have family like, <laughs> right. Yeah, I know their family did something and I wish they did it earlier. Like, man, like it's pretty impressive of how big their families are. Uh, it's, right. All right, very so, fertile, uh, very fertile. <laughs> yeah, apparently the bots are. Oh, hey, Liz is right. Bots like football too. Okay, so ain't that good news every Friday? Tiffany says good news. She starts as an ER registered nurse in two weeks. Oh, there you go. Congrats. Tiffany, a long time listener. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure that's been a long process uh, there. So Aaron says it's good news. He's so excited about today's show at 3 p.m. So Scott was asking earlier what time we're we doing that. So 3 p.m. Central Time, me, Buck, and Luke which me, Buck, and Luke have never done anything, all three of us together. So the first time we've ever been on something uh, all at the same time. But that's 3 o'clock Central Time right here where you're watching for our roster projections. And yes, William, you can grade uh, the roster projections. So uh, more good news as I try to sift through the bots um, on the good news because it's been getting really out of control. I think I've passed 30 comments straight of bots. Uh, so, uh, Zach, what is your good news? As I try to look for other people's good news that they've commented. So, my got pan personal good news, and my good news has been that I've been able to sleep in my own bed for like I don't know this week because I've been back. I, I was I was away for two weeks in Dallas. I'm going back next week and back the following week as we get geared up. Got a lot of fun uh, things there, and I'll, I'll double down on that. We've been working behind the scenes. There is some good news on the horizon, which I think everybody will enjoy that uh, this company has been working hard at. So there's some good news, but my good news is I've been sleeping in my own bed. When you sleep in uh, an Airbnb or a hotel room for multiple, like two weeks, there's nothing better than coming back to your house, right? Your home, especially we broadcast from our homes, which is, I, I enjoy Right, so you walk downstairs. I like that. That has been a great deal over the last four days. So that's to my personal good news. Yeah. What was that? How do you compare your mattress first to Airbnb mattress? Uh, my mattress is a ten. Um, they're probably four and a half. I mean, it was it wasn't unsleepable. When I was leaving, I was glad to leave. The the problem is the blankets. They don't have non nonstick pants. They have only have non nonstick pants, and the blankets because I get Airbnb. Airbnb is about efficiency, right? It's about being cheap and making your money. I get it, but a good comforter goes a long way, and I am a prude when it comes to comfort. Well, so my comforter you know, is pretty expensive. It's probably this, ridiculously expensive. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, for this two week trip, you drove because you were going to be there for two weeks. You drove from Nashville to Dallas, which is a long haul. It you wasn't too bad, but it is a long haul. Well, you could have brought stuff. I you brought pillows, but I had I had a lot of stuff, right? Because and then I, I went to a couple of different places, right? I went to my family farm too on the way. So like, and whenever you go, I had to pull all the stuff out, right? Because you can't just leave all that stuff in your car. So I, I did not bring the expensive down comforter that I well, own, and you, I, I I got hurtful by it. Well, uh, you could have brought some extra blankets, you know that. Yeah, but you need a down comforter. I mean, that is the core of a sleep. The mattress is important, but that mattress down comforter. The most, no, the mattress is the most important. Mattress then pillow. Your your blanket and comforter is third. I I, I disagree. I love a good pillow. I go mattress first. I'm not going to argue that. But a down comforter, if you get a nice down comforter, you can cocoon yourself into warmth and comfort and be fine with a crap-ass pillow. So you want to hear a funny story about Luke? So Luke goes to Tampa for us for, to cover the team, right? Luke was uh, flying out, and he was doing the show that morning at Zach's house which is closer to the airport than where Zook's, uh, Luke's house is. Uh, Luke goes, he was getting ready to head to the airport and he goes, <laughs> he goes, Hey, can I borrow some, like, uh, some like sweatpants? And I was like, what do you mean? Sweat? Like, can I borrow some sweat? He's like, can I borrow some sweatpants? I was like, for what? He goes, I can't sleep unless I have sweatpants on. And so I thought it was the strangest thing that Luke Warsham sleeps in sweatpants and he can't, he's just, cause I just get so cold. And so he came over and he borrowed a pair of like my thin, like jogger pants. And I was like, all right, man, here you go. He's <laughs> like, I just, I can't sleep unless I have sweatpants. So I thought that was hilarious. And I've been kind of wondering when it was going to be relevant enough to, to, <laughs> to, to bring up on the show. But I thought that was hilarious because there's no way in hell I could sleep in sweatpants. I would just get tangled in it. I can't cocoon myself or I'll get claustrophobic. My feet have to be out. And so I, I can't, my, oh, my legs have to have the option to get out. I can't be like that. I can't sleep in sweatpants. So that, no, I don't think I've me. ever slept in sweatpants. Maybe if I was like actually sick, like I need, and I was like, actually had like the, the chills. Oh, maybe. Okay. Oh, I have slept in sweatpants. When I got in COVID in 2019, December 15th, <laughs> yeah, 2019. When you were the first person in the state of Tennessee to get COVID. Yeah, that's that, when you were wearing sweatpants. I wasn't the first person in the state of Tennessee to get COVID, but I got COVID December yeah. 2019. Yep. I know that for a fact now. Okay, You know for a fact or is it, yeah, or now, is it an opinion? Now. For a fact, you got tested every, for it? Every symptom – that that COVID brought, I got for three days, four but days. But you don't know that. And for then a fact. I, and then no, I, I, that's Zach. That's not a fact. That is an assumption. In my mind, it's yes. a fact. No, it's in not my a fact. mind, that it's is, a fact. That is a that is not a fact. That December fifteenth, twenty nineteen. Whatever, whatever the government or the CDC is is saying of how this thing happened and when it happened, I know December twenty nineteen. I contracted COVID. you don't know you might have a pretty I, I, I'm strong here telling you that no you can't know that for a fact zach that's incorrect that is false 
It is a theory. It is a guess. It might be a highly educated guess. It might be a strong opinion. But in no way in hell is that a fact. In That's my mind, it's a fact. No, then your mind is warped on that. And Maybe not so, correct. But I, 2019, December 2019. Michael says, in my mind, it's a fact, a.k.a. an opinion. Well, yeah, it's just a different way of saying opinion. <laughs> no, so therefore it is not factual. It in my mind? Factual. My God. I did say in my mind. Uh, it. Bobby says, it takes some narcissism to convince yourself you were patient zero. I didn't say I was patient zero, but for four God. days... I had I wore sweatpants to sleep and I sweated through everything. I sweated through the down comforter, through my sweatshirt. I was sick as a dog. And it wasn't flu-like. It was a different sick than I'd ever felt in my entire life. This was December 15th, 2019. I tracked it back. Then what do you know? 2020 hit and COVID happens. And they don't know when, because they don't know who patient zero was. They don't know, know if it, it was created can't. in a lab in China, or they don't know if uh, it came from an animal. But you have, but you cannot sit here and say I said on in our, my mind, you cannot sit here and say on our platform that, you know, for a fact, you had COVID in 2019. In my mind, you cannot I'm not patient zero. <laughs> I, I know for a fact, I'm not patient zero. Yes. You also don't know for a fact if you have COVID in December of 2019. They didn't have the adequate testing. I was not afforded the the ability to fact-base this particular statement. Therefore, you don't know for a fact. You might have a strong guess or opinion about you having COVID in December of 2019, but in no way in hell is that a fact. I'm, I'm not saying I'm patient zero either, so don't get that misconstrued. <laughs> okay. But I did... Hey, I did Jeff have a sickness right. that very much resembled what COVID-19 became yes. in December 2019. You, I have I don't have a problem with you sharing that opinion, but whenever you call it a fact, that's where I'm like, no, in no, no. my mind. Dot 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 in my mind. It's not work. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. All right. My good news, because it's been a long, weird good news segment. And Brett I brings up a good point. How do I not know that I'm, I'm not patient zero? Oh, man. Okay. So my good news, because it's been so hard to read uh, good news, because the bots have just infiltrated our chat on Facebook. So it's been very difficult to read our stream of comments for your good news. So my good news I don't is, even remember what my good news was. Oh, yeah. Your good news is that you're sleeping in your bed, which then we started talking about sweatpants, which is and then you talked about yeah. how you were patient zero. So uh, my good news is that, Zach, we are less than one week away. Oh, don't pull that BS in football. That, from SEC football. Oh god, that is weak. We 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 got rid of this last year. You can't do that. You cannot do that. You have to find good news. And this this tells me you didn't have good news because this is a cop out. You cannot do is, that. What? You cannot it's do weak because you that, can do that every week. You can do that every single time. This is a cop out. We said it, this last year you can't do good news like this. Well, we did. You know that. You were not prepared for good news. I was prepared for good news. This is my good news. Is that, that this we is wake not up good to, news? We no, we said from, you can't have good news. This that, is the easiest good news. A week from today, we're waking up and we're talking about a, a Vols football game with Josh. Oh, of course, we know that. That that that's a cop out. We said you can't do that last year. You know you were at the show. About football. 
Yeah, everybody's happy about football. That's I'm happy that I I'm not uh, on a ventilator. I'm happy I'm breathing. I'm happy that I can walk. Right? You can't do that as good news. It's a cop out. We discussed that last year. Okay, fine. I, I will fine. wait. We got. Fine. We have time. All right. I will have to come up. You have to come up with new good news. I'll come up with my good news, non-football related. Uh, my wife and I are getting a ninety-minute couples massage next Friday. I'm pretty stoked about that because I need to. You've relax. done that before, but that is better good news than the football. Well, last time I did that is because our initial um, massages got canceled because of the snowmageddon week, and we had to wait two extra months for that massage. But now we're doing this next next Friday. So pre-football season massage. To let, open up all the muscles, make me feel, get rid of all that stress leading into the season. So I'm feeling good going into the season. Because you know it's all, all right. about look good, feel good, play good. All right. So we've checked off the couple massage good news, right? That's checked. Oh, so I am no, I am not allowed to repeat good news. Well, you've re- that's like the third time again. You get couples massages, which is a great thing. Yeah, I we get like three or four react. a year. Yeah. But you can't keep reusing your good news. This is the whole point of good news. It is, oh it is God. new. It's vibrant. It gets us ready. It's unique. You, you. There's two used good to, newses. Do you want me to go with more good news? Uh, if you have good news that you've never used, I would like to hear it. All right. How about this? Uh, yesterday was National Dog Day, which everybody, uh, most everybody, and their mother posted about their puppies. But uh, Sunday. The last two Sundays were my two dogs' gotcha days. Now, so it's been nine years last Sunday since my wife adopted our pup, Sophie, and then eight years since she adopted Bella was the previous Sunday. So it's basically been two straight weeks of puppy parties going on at my house. Is this a birthday? A gotcha day is, you don't know, is, is that their gotcha birthday? Is No, it's the, uh, the, the anniversary of the rescue, of the, of the coming home. Oh, of their of their life changing, basically. Um, that's yeah, that's something them, to celebrate. <laughs> yes, Gotcha Day is is when you uh, is the day the anniversary of when you bring your dog home from the dog rescue. Okay, I can this I can get on board with this. Yes. So now mine is I got mine at eight weeks. Tux I got at eight weeks, so I just celebrate his birthday. There's not really a. Yeah, I don't which, have the guy. Gotcha no, you can. Which Sophie uh, gets? They both get both. They both have the birthday, and they both have a gotcha day. I hey, dogs deserve however many days that they get, right? Yeah, and so I will I, say I'm, this: if you buy a dog from a breeder, that does, they do not have a gotcha day. Gotcha day is for dog <laughs> rescues. I'm serious. If, if you buy a dog from a breeder, they do not get a gotcha day. That's not how it works. <laughs> I guess. I, all, I guess that is true. The gotcha day is about the rescue anniversary day, not you buying from some breeder up in Illinois or Kentucky in the middle of nowhere. Because because that's their form of income. Yeah, that, because that's a ridiculous that's a side business. job, right? Yeah, yeah. Or a ridiculous a full job that does not need to continue. But anyway, that's my opinion on that. So if you buy the breeder, the charm. Now this is the kind of stuff that I like. So we now have set a standard for good news. You can't go weak, reuse good news. You can't go football. We all love football. But this, the the gotcha day, I can get on board with. That is good news. So happy belated gotcha day to Sophie and Bella. You've already been celebrated. So uh, just keep the party rolling. All right, guys. (laughs) We will will see you guys. I will see you today at 3. So 
3 o'clock Central Time, me, Buck, Luke, 53-man roster projections, also at 2 o'clock today, A to Z Sports Picks, because here's actual news. This is fact, Zach. There are real college football games uh, being played tomorrow. Alan Bell already has his parlay for what he's playing tomorrow. So A to Z Sports Picks with Alan and Brian coming up at 2 o'clock. And I, I, look, I do read the comments. We got obviously distracted with a lot of conversation at the end of this show. Jeff, I will recognize your good news. I know you've been talking about it. And his good news is he is taking his mother to her first Ohio State game, home game, at the Horseshoe versus Oregon. We did see that. So, Jeff, I know you've been talking that up throughout the course of the week. So, there you go. Well, couldn't, you, couldn't Jeff use that good news for next week too? <laughs> it involved his mother and a special occasion. It wasn't no, I, just yeah. football. No, I know. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jeff, that's awesome. Hope hope you guys have a good time up there at the shoe. All right, guys. And, and BMO, t- hey, take it and use it. It's a fact in my mind is the new opinion. <laughs> Print it on a t-shirt. It's a fact in my mind. God, get me out of here. I'll see you guys at 3 o'clock. Hope you guys have a great rest of the day. See ya. Adios.